Hey friends, this is Red Rainbow for Sister Love. I am so excited for today. You all get to sit in and hear me cut up with one of my all-time favorite, Brittany. Um, let me tell you a little bit about Brittany before I let her grace the microphone and bless us with some goodies for today. So today's topic is a little bit um, linked to the previous one where we learned all about some of the writing processes and some of the things that our previous guests had to navigate as she continued to write. Well, Brittany is doing some super dope entrepreneurial things. And one of the things I want to stress is as you get past just working and, you know, doing the thing that may be your rent check or that thing that gives you your benefits. There's also those things that it could be entrepreneurial. It could be a side hobby. It could be a hustle. But those passion projects also come with some grit and some grind and some other things um, that you learn along the way. So, you know, me keeping to sister love, I want to expose the positives and negatives and the neutrals of some of these things so that more of us can take charge of those things that we always wanted to do, but maybe been a little bit hesitant. So as we get into that today, uh, a little bit about Brittany. So Brittany and I used to work in higher ed. Oh, my bestie, she left me two years ago. She laughed and she left me. Lord, the thrill is gone. She left me now. We still, we still, we still out here cutting up. But no, she went on to greater things. So she was at the institution. She helped get me hired um, as I was coming from Indiana. And then we were together about two and a half good years. And then she went on to a really, really, really great opportunity. Um, where she has way more flexibility, some super dope benefits. And then two is using a lot of her leadership abilities. So, you know, write down some of these keywords that I'm dropping, ladies. Like, these are things that you need to think about when you go into your next and greatest. Um, but then also the whole entire time I've known Brittany, she has been doing her fashion. I call it blogs, website. Um, everything from learning how she does her photo shoots to the editing to how she networks with photographers and some of the local vendors that she meets um, as she's actually modeling some of their fashion. So, um, Brittany, tell hey. us about your brand, who you are, and then how did you like? How did you go from? Because I know you. How did you go from? So, this is something you like to actually like. You're running this. This is your business. How did you get there? Yeah. Hi, everyone. So excited to be a part of Sister Love and just really share some of the nuggets that I have been able to learn along the way. Um, but I currently run Love Be Style. So basically, it is I call myself a style and fashion influencer. I do a little bit of blogging. I create video content. Um, hopefully within the next few months, you'll see another business venture coming out of it as well. I won't give too much away now, but All right. look <laughs> um, but really I do a lot of influencing. So working with brands and creating content to really create a community of women who not only know the power of what it means to love themselves, but also to embrace their personal style. Um, those were two things that I think I really struggled with a lot growing up as a young adult, even into adulthood. And it just became so near and dear to my heart that I wanted to really create a brand and a community around it, because that is where like my authenticity, authenticity truly lies. Um, so that's really kind of like the brand in and of itself. Um, 
I've been fortunate enough to work with a lot of nationally known brands. Also, you know, I'm really into ensuring that I show some love to our local, like small owned boutiques, because I think it's also important that they are able to connect and work with influencers as well, you know, um, so that they can also get the exposure and really, you know, be able to kind of build their businesses um, and portfolios as well. So I'm super blessed super fortunate to be doing this. Honestly, when this started in 2012, it's wild to think that it's been that long. Um, I started in 2012. It's gone through like three different brand revisions before I finally landed on Love Be Style. Um, but when I started it in 2012, I was only like hoping that it would get to this point and I'm just so blessed and fortunate to be here and really doing what I love to do. Um, yeah, just a little bit about me, just a small synopsis. <laughs> I love it. I'm here for it. I promise y'all, like, Brittany is no joke. When I tell you we be leaving work, um, Corey, we're going to go here. Like, Brittany would go ahead and tell me as soon as she saw me that day, like that morning, like, uh, we got somewhere to go. Um, oh, yeah. And I would be <laughs> right behind her. Um, learning like just some of the different things that you do and you don't pull together. So she mentioned, you know, she does have some really, really good video content. And I'm not just saying that because she's my friend, like she is legitimately good at what she does. Um, you know, what patterns, you know, have what effect or what jewelry and accessories, um, can you rock with different like materials? Um, yeah. And I know for some of us who really love fashion and when I say love fashion, like if you have ever walked to a rack, grab something and be like, oh, I'm going to hit them with this. You love fashion. Don't lie to yourself. Yeah. You love fashion. No, <laughs> <laughs> you Seriously. Know, right. You don't have to be like, oh, you know, looking at all the magazines. Uh, uh. If you take a little pride in your wardrobe, you love fashion. Let me go ahead and bring you out of the now. Um, but it's like really quick okay. on that. like that i i really appreciate you for saying that because a lot of people think that you know what i'm saying like to love fashion means that you have to be so knowledgeable in like patterns and cuts and right and, you know what i'm saying like all of these different like terminology and that is not the case which is truly where i want people to get and understand like once you build the basics and the basics are like bare bones like you can develop a love for style and fashion and really make it your own. So I really love that you said that because it's so important to get people to realize like you ain't got to be like on like this large influencer supermodel status to be, you know what I'm saying? Like doing your thing in your own lane, you know? It, you know what? And I'm going to hold to that word style. Like I don't tell this story often, but like that style, that's what my aunties had. Um, and they're still living. They still got it. But like when I was a little girl, we had this little running joke in our family, like our aunties um, called me and my sisters glamour girls or whatever. And it's just about like one, my mom used to dress us up like little baby dolls growing up. Like she had us coordinating and cute. And, but my mom and her sisters, like, you know, they grew up poor. And so when you had something, they put it together. And then of course, when they became adults, like, like a lot of us do, um, if you come up from a little bit less than like, the minute you can really put some effort into how you express yourself, because that's what yeah. it is. Like my favorite song from Salt and Pepper will always be expressions. It is expressing yourself. That is what fashion is. That's what styling is. It's like you get to 
If you can't even draw a stick figure, but you can pull something together that brings a little joy inside of you and we can see it exude on the outside, that's what style is. But I used to see my aunts, you know, come to town with these dresses on and these accessories and their hair. And when I say tell you they used to set our little hometown on fire, like I would see men and women just jocking. And as yeah. I got older, all it was was style. Like they didn't worry about how they, you know, presented to somebody else. That's just who they were. And it was an expression. And when you come around sometimes other people who haven't gotten to that part of their life where they want to invest in that, and maybe that's not you, and that's cool. Listen anyway. Um, that gave me an arc. And then I would end up with a friend who taught me about a little bit more about accessories in my early 20s and how like you could take something super boring and bring it all the way out just based on how you chose to accessorize. So, yeah. yes, everybody yeah. got a little inner style. Everybody got a little inner style. Literally everybody. And I, I always like to say, I mean, it's just really along the lines of what you were just saying as well is style is about you. Fashion is what you put on. Come on, Brittany. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on with these words. Language matters. So, yeah. Come on. All. Phrase of the day. Style, poo. Style. Style. That's all you got to do. That part. But speaking of which, um, we hit the high points, but I want to get into a couple of nooks and crannies. And so, I thought, you know, I just mentioned... By, you know, in bypass that I would go with you um, to some of the shops or stuff that we, you would pick out things like, how did you navigate content for your web content for some of your steals? Like, where do those ideas come from? What's your inspiration? Yeah. I mean, it comes from a lot of different things. Um, I am a big advocate of Pinterest. Um, so I, I definitely look at just different outfits on Pinterest, just seeing how people are putting things together. Sometimes I'll also look through hashtags on Instagram, um, just based off of an idea like, Ooh, I wonder how people are styling like black blazers or something, you know, just to really get an idea, get some inspo from that, that area as well. Um, I do follow a couple of influencers on Instagram who I absolutely love their style, who, you know, just kind of creatively get my juices and keep my juices flowing and different things like that. But then a lot of the time, to be honest, which is probably going to sound like really wild to a lot of people, is I like to just aimlessly walk around stores, clothing stores, and look at what's out. Um, this is why people hate going shopping with me sometimes because I sometimes I don't even have a purpose of why I'm going in there. But when it's, it's something about when I am actually in the store and I'm actually seeing what the products are, mm -hmm. it, it starts to help me to create this content, these ideas like, oh my gosh, like I see this like dope leather skirt. I'm gonna do a leather skirt series. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. it starts to get my juices flowing. And being able to really like kind of step out and stay uh, creative. Um, so those are just a couple of different ways that I like to, you know what I'm saying? Like say that uh, I also like looking at photographers pages too. Um, and they don't necessarily have to be about style, but you know, when you really kind of get some dope photographers, you really start thinking about like different ideas for content too. Um, 
which are which are really good. And then you always got to be up to date with what your peers are doing. Right. So following other influencers definitely helps as well. Um, Just to see, you know, what is that content that they're putting out there so that you can always just kind of have a variety of sources where you're drawing your inspiration from. And Brittany, you bring us to a good point as you talk about how you get your inspiration. You talked about photographers. I have watched you network and politic with photographers who had different um, specialties. I think about it like different tattoo artists, or like some do portraits, yeah. some do art, artsy things or abstract things. I watched you navigate and partner with different photographers for different shoots. How did you yeah. learn what type of photographer you needed for these different shoots and like walk us through that. Yeah. I mean, that that is like a dance almost, you know, like sometimes you go in there blind and you're like, you just kind of cross your fingers and hope for the best. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But then other times what I've learned is I had to get very clear on my aesthetic, you know? So Mm. what do I like my pictures to look like? I know that I like, you know, like the street style. So I really do enjoy most of my pictures being outdoors. Mm -hmm. So like, are these photographers comfortable with doing that? Because not everyone can shoot like landscape buildings, you know what I'm saying? Like getting outdoors, you know what I'm saying? Like that. And if I do need to come in, like if they do primarily work outdoors, like do they have, you know, examples of when they have come inside, but they're still high quality and really great pictures and things like that. So I had to get really clear on what my aesthetic was. Um, and to be able to communicate that to, you know what I'm saying? Like the photographer, um, also just like really looking through what their work is and being able to pull out specific examples of what exactly resonates with you also helps the process as well. Cause if you're able to pull to say, Hey, this shoot you did, or this picture that you posted, that's what I'm actually looking for. It, you know, it helps to get them to understand like where, where your expectations are. Um, Because that even goes down to like editing and all of that as Mm -hmm. well, which is a completely other, like a whole different subject to get down in a rabbit hole with photographers. But at least they can get an idea of like where you're coming from. Um, And then one of my good friends, uh, her name's Dana, she had actually put me on creating mood boards in Pinterest. Oh. um, Which also helps to like uh, kind of move the direction and how you want the shoot to be set up as well. So different poses or, you know, like if you can like take actual pictures of the location to say like this with this outfit, like it really helps to drive that direction. So as much as you can like pre-create like mood boards, like that also helps for your photo shoots to be more successful with photographers, especially for influencers like myself, where we do a high volume of books in a short period of time. So we ain't got no room for error. Like we got to be in and out of clothes. You know what I'm saying? Like in an hour and we, you know what I'm saying? There's only so much that you can do. So you got to be really focused in on how you want to move this photo shoot forward. That is huge. And you, of course, you already hit something that I was thinking of. I watched you develop a lot of soft skills that I don't know when you went into this that will come out. Like just when you just name like, Brittany does a lot of takes, a lot of shoots within her entire shoot. So like that requires organization. That requires knowing yeah. how she's going to layer her clothes, where she's going to have it, how if the weather is cold or, you know, if there's going to be a shift in the weather during the shoot. Yeah. She has to plan for all that. 
or like the editing, there was something we did with an association because of Brittany's learning how to edit once she gets the product from the photographers. She was able to like help me like do some recording things. Like it took less than 15 minutes for us to shoot and for her to go back and edit it, like it took less than a day. But like, those are some things that I know I learned that you had soft skills from doing this. What other things did you have to glean or that you learned by like just being a stylist? Yeah, I mean, that organization is key. Like, whew, I, I mean, like, oh my gosh, just thinking about the amount of coordination that you have to kind of do in order to like get prepared for a shoot, I don't think a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, like really think about when they're like, oh, I want to, you know what I'm saying, work with a photographer. Like, you don't know how much you have to like pre-plan and coordinate. So a lot of those planning and coordinating, you know what I'm saying, like skills, organization, um, are, are definitely learned. Like you said, like when you're trying to shoot 10 looks in an hour, you don't have room for error. Right. <laughs> um, so everything, I mean, down to the earrings that you're going to wear has to be planned out so that you know that when, you know, you have this amount of time. So when you're doing that first look, you only got like five minutes to get the shot. Then you got to, you know what I'm saying? Like even to how far away is your car? That. <laughs> like there's a, there is a lot of different things because you, you know, you got to go in and out. Like you don't want to be going up and down stairs. Like you want to pick areas where you can hit multiple locations, but it's going to make it look like you're, you know, went all over the city, you know? Um, so there's a lot of organizing and coordinating that you have to do that I've picked up. Um, editing is probably the biggest skill that I've picked up with working in, uh, in blogging and influencing, to be honest. Um, I had no idea the amount of work that it put into editing photos. And through this process, it just really opened my eyes to like how but needed that skill is mm. because the raw image of the photo needs to be good. But when you edit it, that is what takes it from like, oh, this is a cute photo to like, girl, you? Right. Like, it, that, that is a skill in of itself. Um, and I've even like edited photos live for some of my friends and they're, they're like, Brittany, no way. Like, are you serious? Is that the same photo? And I'm not talking about like putting on filters. That's not what I'm talking about. Right. I'm talking about enhancing the colors and, you know, making sure everything looks smooth and really, you know what I'm saying, like crisp and clean. Um, and so I think editing is, is something that, you know, just that design skill, you know what I'm saying? Like in that creative skill is also another soft skill that really has come out in doing this as well that I didn't even know that I had inside of me. I didn't even know that I would be able to have the ability to edit a photo and it, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it really take off in those ways. So that, that is probably one of like the most that I'm like most proud of <laughs> and really learning how to do. Listen, I mean, you are really good at it. Like I can't tell people how often I will walk in on Brittany and she will be going to town and you're like, oh, those photos look fine. And she's like, mm -mm, this lighting, this color, this tone, my right. makeup, my foundation. You see how that light, <laughs> you see that shadow, you see that cloud. It is not a game. And I understand it because I've always had an eye. You know, I grew up an 80s, 90s kid. So like when you see these behind the scenes and you're watching entertainers, that's exactly what they're doing. They're doing the same thing yeah. that Brittany's doing as she's navigating the city to get these shots that she's needing for her look so it's the same different it's all art coming to life yeah absolutely that's a good point for sure 
So Brittany, you talked a little bit about your skills that you ended up having to hone so that you can be as effective and like as seamless with your relationships um, on these shoots. But what have you learned about yourself as a result of the shoots, the styling, the networking? Like, what did you learn about yourself that maybe you didn't expect to learn? Yeah. Um. Just, I mean, one of the things that I think of just kind of comes off at the top of my mind is how much I need structure, right? Like, I like to play a lot of games with myself. Um, I'm a natural procrastinator, just kind of at my core. Like, I'll wait to the last minute and then drive myself batty. You know what I'm saying? I'm like trying <laughs> to pull everything together at the last minute. Uh so just how much, you know what I'm saying, like structure I actually needed to be successful. Um, that So, you know, that, that comes with creating a content calendar ahead of time, scheduling photo shoots ahead of time, really laying out, you know, what you want your, you know, content to look like, to feel like, you know, doing your research on different trends and looks like I had to become more structured in that way. Um, so that was something that I, I really learned about myself because I know early on, I mean, and when I say early on, this is even as like early as like last year, I would be running myself in circles, right? Like I'd be trying to do all of this content and I'm trying to grow, but I'm not pre-planning. And when I, I have a full, you know what I'm saying, a full-time job. And so that it just wasn't working. And so I really needed to create more structure for myself, mm-hmm. um, in order to be successful. So and I say, and I say that to anybody that I talk to now, like if you're not creating yourself a calendar to like understand what you want to do with your content, then you're really doing yourself a disservice. Um, so, and that, and that I think goes for any type of, you know what I'm saying? Like feel that you're, that you're in, like create yourself a calendar of how and when you want to accomplish with your, your content and you'll be, it'll make your life so much easier. Um, but the second biggest thing was consistency. Again, uh, knowing myself, I like to play games. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'll be like, oh, I, I remember once I tried to, like, do this thing where oh, I'll just create content as I live my, like, natural life. Well, naturally, I like to be on the couch, okay? Like, so who's creating content of me sitting on this couch <laughs> binge-watching on Netflix? You know, girl, you know, you know your life ain't that glamorous yet, sis. Like, stop playing games with yourself. Um, so in order to be consistent, you know what I'm saying? Like I had to get real clear about how much I was willing to give and how often, right? right? You know what I'm saying? So like, if I'm saying I want to post pictures and I want to create video content, well, how much video content, how many pictures, um, and then how, how often a week do you want to do this? Right. Because again, if you go back, like you post a picture, but what it takes to get that picture posted, you also have to account for that time as well. Right. Um, so I had to get I had to get really clear on my consistency. Um, and I had to really be able to flex that muscle so that it becomes second nature for me, you know what I'm saying? Like and, and being able to to do the content. So those are probably two of the biggest things for me, you know what I'm saying? Like that I've learned about myself that I didn't necessarily know or you know what I'm saying? Like that I, I knew, but I was trying to, like I said, play them games and thinking that I could just, you know, girl, you you know you can do that at the last minute. And then I'd be crying in the room and Gray looking at me like, girl, I, why do you do this to yourself? <laughs> <laughs> so I had to I had to get my I had to get my life together, you know? 
Listen, you know, I'm here. Look, I'm laughing because, look, the message applies. Procrastinators anonymous. Not so anonymous. I ain't got to be anonymous. I'll tell you, I procrastinate. And I boy, procrastinate. do it kick off. Right? <laughs> Ooh, I start the day procrastinating. Like, wow. Ooh, you know, you should have got out of there an hour ago. <laughs> See, that's a different topic, Brittany. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> that is a different topic. Woo! Got some stories about that. Um, as we come to a close, I do want to take a minute though, Brittany, and I really appreciate your vulnerability, your honesty, definitely the humor. I want to throw in something that statistically a lot of times we don't think about. And Brittany and I have had this conversation and I had this with anybody that's close to me, but you know, our network, um, the, the podcast is primarily for women of color, uh, specifically black women, black and brown women. And something that we don't, or there's no such thing that we can do enough of is network. And that's why I want to like, as we get ready to have Brittany remind us how we can get a hold of our content and all that. I want Brittany, just share any advice that you have about network. Cause you mentioned it earlier, um, partnering with the larger brands, but also like I've watched some fascinating content of Brittany um, connecting with local owners and boutiques and shops. And it's always warmed my heart to see it. But as people of color, we can never overly network. If you want to know how the world works, it's through a network. Try yeah. and see. But Brittany, what's been your experience um, or what's your advice about networking when you're going to um, yeah. style and content? Yeah, I mean, networking is like the name of the game, right? Like you can have a million followers, but if you're networking solid, you'll just have a million followers. You know, you won't have anybody to like vouch for you and really <clears throat> make sure that they are, you know what I'm saying? Like just as invested in your success as you are. So networking is key. Um, it, it's a little harder now that we're in COVID, you know what I'm saying? Cause all right. of that is primarily taking place either, you know, saying over a video chat or like via social media and things like that. But I know that before COVID, what I would always try to do is keep track of the events that were going on uh, in the city, especially those that kind of hit in my niche area of lifestyle, beauty, lifestyle, fashion, those type of things, just to get out there and, you know, saying like meet people. Um, there's been, you know, a lot of opportunities that have come my way, you know what I'm saying, like because I've networked, like I was able to connect with Fabletics and get a partnership with them because I network with um, one of my uh, social media friends over social media, over Instagram, and she was able to pass along that information to me, which led to that partnership. You know what I'm saying? Like right. that is the power, you know what I'm saying? Like of networking. So don't take it for granted. Don't think that just because we're in COVID like that, you know, it kind of stops until we're able to see people in person. Like, no, you know, so if there are like different, Facebook groups that you can get a part of that are in, within your niche or, you know what I'm saying? Like reaching out to people that you might, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, find inspiration from and just saying like, Hey, I really love your content. You know, thank you so much. Or if you have a specific question that you want to ask, being able to do that, then do it because that is kind of like in the foundation of your success as well. Cause you want your circle to be solid. Right. Um, you know what I'm saying? From your inner circle to your outer circle. You know what I'm saying? Like that network needs to be solid and it needs to have a variety to that as well. So look in your niche, look out of your niche. 
Um, there, you know what I'm saying? Like there are people who don't necessarily do styling, but they're market, they're graphic designers. You know what I'm saying? Like that I know. And like one of them helped me build my website back up. You know what I'm saying? Like this is like the power of networking and really being able to leverage those relationships. So it's, it's super important. And that is huge. Again, the biggest, you know, takeaway and the reason why I wanted Brittany to end with networking, no person is an island. You can't do this life by yourself. And if you're really going to do it, you're really going to go big, you need other people. We need each other. So just a reminder, yeah. no matter what you're doing, think about how you can, even if you got to start slow, how can you branch out? How can you build reciprocity out here so that you can help somebody else and they can help you as well? And then, you know, so we can all be out here thriving. That's what living is about. So that yeah. part, that stuff. Yeah. So, Brittany, you know, it's been beyond a pleasure to have you walk us through, you know, how you got into styling and content to, you know, your lessons and your soft skills, then the networking. But like, remind us if people have questions or they want to see your content. How do we do that? Where do we need to go? Yeah, so you can find me really on any social media. I love the B, the letter B, style. Um, that's kind of my handle on IG, on TikTok. I think it's also that on um, Twitter as well, even though I'm not on there as much, but it's love B style. Um, or if you want to send me an email, you can do that at lovebstyle23 at gmail.com and we'll be able to connect that way i love getting you know dms and you know or people you know mentioning just reaching out commenting it makes my heart and i and i always try to make it a point to interact with those um as well so definitely reach out say hey girl hi and y'all that is Brittany. so i hope that you do go look her up she, I love looking her up on IG, but she gave you all the platforms. Look her up, send her your questions, connect, network. And then until next time, it's Sister Love, Red a Rainbow. We're out. Thank you, Brittany.